Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. We begin today with Hurricane Adelia making landfall in the Gulf of Florida. The storm hit the shores of the west coast of Florida with 100-mile-an-hour winds and storm surges of more than 10 feet. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis taking a break from his presidential campaign to head back to his home state. He activated 5,000 National Guardsmen and almost 600 search and rescue workers. That hurricane will cross over the state of Florida and make its way into Georgia and up the East Coast later this evening, we're told. We pray for all who have been in the path of this storm and pray for everyone's safety. Turning to the politics of the day now, Judge Tanya Chutkin. She's the Marxist judge in charge of President Trump's January 6th trial in Washington, D.C., and she set a trial date of March 4th. The interesting thing is that would be just one day before the Super Tuesday elections, a day in which 15 states go to the polls to vote for their 2024 nominee for president. If that is not election interference, I don't know what would be. And they're just bold and brash as they can be about it all. There's a storm of a different sort raging now in the D.C. swamp. Some, maybe most of the Marxist left, want President Trump to be brought to trial no matter what, no matter what the consequences, as early as January 2nd. But legal scholar and noted attorney and law professor Alan Dershowitz says these legal zealots are making a mockery of the court with what they want to do to President Trump. Well, it's impossible to have the trial in January, even though a bunch of uh, zealot law professors and former judges, many from the Federalist Society, filed a brief in the court asking for a January 2nd date. Never in the history of our country has a case as complex as this with so many counts and so many documents been able to be brought to trial within four months and three weeks is what they're asking for. Four months and three weeks. If I were a defense attorney in the case, I would stand up in front of the judge and say, I'm not doing this. It's like asking a brain surgeon to commit brain surgery without preparation. I am a lawyer. I am not going to be ineffective on behalf of my client. No, I will not participate in this mockery of injustice, this rush to injustice. You're going to have to have a trial date which re- allows me to investigate every witness, investigate the jury pool, make every motion I want to make, and take every appellate remedy I want to take. That's what the legal system's about, and you're not going to shortcut it just because of your political goals. That's what they're trying to do. Let's take a closer look at this Judge Chutkin. She's a judge who's made numerous comments over the last few years berating the Trump supporters and the president himself. She has also been one of the harshest judges of those political prisoners, those January 6 defendants that are now in the D.C. federal gulag. Judge Chutkin has also said that January 6 and President Trump's role in it 
rise to the same level as the Boston Marathon bombers, the same as September 11th. Can you imagine that? She is that far gone in her hateful ideology and politics. She's neither civil nor impartial. How can this judge with such prejudice preside over this important case, a trial of the President of the United States? The answer is, this is the D.C. swamp. It is a left-wing swamp, and it is foul. Judge Tanya Chutkin, born in Kingston, Jamaica, received her B.A. from George Washington University and her law degree from the University of Pennsylvania, known as just simply Penn. The same Penn where Joe Biden has the Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. The same Biden Center headed up by now Secretary of State Tony Blinken. Upon leaving law school, Chutkin worked in private practice for a few years. Then she headed to the Public Defender's Office. She worked in D.C. for 11 years there. Leaving the Public Defender's Office, Chutkin then joined the prestigious law firm Boys Schiller & Flexner. The firm led by renowned litigator and Democrat icon David Boys. She made partner in 2007 and worked there until she was appointed federal district court judge by Barack Obama in 2013. The Boy Schiller firm that Judge Chutkin left to go to the bench just happens to be the same law firm in which Hunter Biden worked from 2009 to 2014. Now, what are the chances of that? There are over 200 law firms in the small confines of Washington, D.C., and Judge Chutkin and Hunter Biden just happened to work at the same law firm. This happens to be also the same firm that was hired by Ukrainian Burisma Holdings for consulting services regarding corporate practices that were up to accepted ethical snuff. Talk about coincidences. Wow. Now, it's unclear if Chutkin and Hunter Biden ever crossed paths, but with a firm that has 13 offices worldwide, 10 of them in America, it's not unimaginable that their paths would cross working for the firm. The Marxist Dems are a tight bunch, aren't they? If you tuned in to MSNBC over the weekend, you would have caught a hit piece there on President Trump by Marxist Dem commentator Mehdi Hassan. He says all of President Trump's disdain over Judge Chutkin and the other Marxist prosecutors persecuting Trump is because Trump is a racist and he doesn't like strong black women. Take a listen to this guy. Donald Trump is a man with a long history of racism, one that long precedes his presidency and his political career. He has had a problem with people of color for decades. We know he especially has a problem with black people, and we know above all else that he has a real issue with black women, with strong black women. Don't take my word for it. Take Donald Trump's. He led a chant of send her back against Congresswoman Ilhan Omar and even spread vile and racist conspiracy theories about her personal life. He called Vice President Harris nasty and disrespectful and just this week mocked the way she talks. She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. In, uh, it's weird. It's weird. But she has bad moments. And in rhyme? What do you well, the way she talks, the bus will go here and then the bus will go there because that's what buses do. And it's weird. He accused Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson of being disrespectful, there it is again, towards the white GOP senators who were questioning her. And even his own former advisor, Omarosa Manigault Newman, wasn't spared. He called her a black woman, a dog. 
And yes, Donald Trump insults everyone and anyone, but there is something particularly vicious and bigoted to his rhetoric around black women. So there is a huge irony to the fact that at the center of his many legal troubles right now are three strong black women. First up, Fulton County District Attorney Fonny Willis, who this week became the first prosecutor to get a mugshot of Trump and is now prosecuting him for 13 felony counts, including racketeering, for attempting to overturn the 2020 election results. Remember, Jack Smith and Merrick Garland didn't insist on a mugshot for Trump in the two federal indictments against Trump in Florida and D.C. Fonny Willis did. And despite Trump's very personal attacks on her and on her character, Willis made it clear that she will make her decisions based on the facts and the law. I make decisions in this office based on the facts and the law. Um, the law is completely nonpartisan. That's how decisions are made in every case. Second, there's Judge Tanya Chutkin, who tomorrow is expected to set a trial date in the special counsel in the special counsel's election interference case against the former president. Chutkin has recently been the subject of racist attacks and death threats. This month, a Texas woman was charged with threatening the judge, saying, quote, if Trump doesn't get elected in 2024, we are coming to kill you. Chutkin had already earned Trump's ire back in 2021 when she rejected his bid to keep secret papers about his actions and conversations leading up to January the 6th, saying, quote, presidents are not kings and plaintiff is not president. And third, there's New York Attorney General Letitia James, who will be the first prosecutor to take Trump to trial this year on October the 2nd in her civil fraud case against him and his company. And as James pointed out when she announced the lawsuit last September, there cannot be a different set of rules for former presidents. Marxist Dems obey no rules, no laws. They're politically persecuting a man in Donald Trump they know is innocent, but they can't beat Trump in a fair election. They've already proved that. What Mehdi Hassan forgot to mention is that President Trump isn't treating the Marxist M judge any differently than he does the junkyard special counsel Jack Smith, who does or says anything in his effort to jail Trump and stop him from winning the presidency again. From the day of Smith's appointment, he opposed him because he's a rabid Marxist. Hassan forgot to mention that. He forgot to mention Trump's choice words for Biden, the FBI, the DOJ, Garland, all the Marxists trying to destroy the country and him, because that just doesn't play into Mehdi's slimy race-baiting narratives. Mehdi has no shame, only his left-wing garbage that he spews on MSDNC. More today on Hunter Biden. New exclusive reporting by the Daily Mail lays out Hunter Biden's plan to shut down Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin's investigation into his firm Burisma. Newly obtained emails by the Daily Mail show that on May 12th of 2014, a Burisma executive emailed Hunter Biden, warning that the firm's owner was likely under criminal investigation in Ukraine, saying we urgently need your advice on how you could use your influence to convey a message, signal, etc. to stop what we consider to be politically motivated actions. Hunter then got a partner at his law firm, Boyce Schiller and Flexner, to devise a plan to get dirt on staff members at the Prosecutor General's office. It turned out that Hunter and his firm, well, they couldn't find any dirt on the staff, and it appears that's when Hunter likely asked his father to have Victor Shokin fired without reason. You may recall Joe Biden famously said that he would withhold a billion dollars in aid from Ukraine if Shokin wasn't fired. 
Joe Biden knew about his son's business dealings and knowingly took part in the corruption, and it's long past due for Joe Biden to be investigated thoroughly, and it is time now for an impeachment inquiry by the House of Representatives. Let's bring in our guest today to take this up and much more. Joining us now is Congressman Tim Burchett. And Congressman, great to have you with us. I want to start with the statements by Speaker McCarthy, as well as the statements of the Chairman of the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees. What do you think? Is there an impeachment inquiry in our future? I think Speaker McCarthy has to be just a little bit cautious. He's not... Not all of his votes come out of East Tennessee like mine do. And um, I, I feel like in his heart, he knows that's that's where we're headed and we need to head down that path because it's uh, uh, the, the level of corruption is beyond belief. Um, you know, the Biden crime family, as I've stated many times, they were asleep uh, during money laundering class. Obviously, the over 20 plus million dollars has flowed into 21 different LLCs that their only their sole purpose is they don't produce a single dadgum product. All they do is have influence with Joe Biden and um, him firing, uh, you know, uh, uh, the um, or having fired the um, the the attorneys or the prosecutors that were going after some shady dealings within Burisma, and then him bragging about it, and then of course him his family receiving very much largesse from that, and then you get with China and just just. Just down the list. I mean, it's a complete. To paraphrase what Barack Obama uh, said, never underestimate Joe's ability to um, mess things up. And I'll clean it up a little bit because we have young viewers, I'm sure, listeners. So, um, but yeah, I think it's it's time. And I think um, Kevin McCarthy is 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 doing what, the right thing. Well, uh, it's it's I have to tell you, I think a lot of people are encouraged to hear you say that. Uh, And Speaker McCarthy, who's been, I think, at best a checkered uh, speaker to this point, uh, has to, in my judgment, uh, deal with what's in front of him and what's in front of him and everyone else in this country uh, is, as you said, a a regime that is on unprecedented in its corruption. It's overwhelming. I have I have not asked uh, Chairman Comer or, or, or Chairman Jordan whether or not they're shocked at the level of corruption that they have, uh, their committees have uh, revealed. But I can't imagine anybody thought it was this bad. We knew it was bad, but this is unbelievable. It's rampant and there is no shame. None. No shame in their game. And the arrogance, I think, you know, that's I think that's what's ultimately going to get them if they do. But we've got to realize we've got a, a crooked Justice Department that needs to be cleaned up. It's a trash can. Everybody wants to pick and choose in this little department. I mean, the whole thing, you need to just start over because of the, the level of corruption that's there and um, their their ability to just uh, ignore what's going on. It's 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 very ironic to me that I, I'm surprised it hasn't been picked up on any. I don't read editorials because why do I want to read something that uh, you know is obviously against what I'm I'm thinking or my my thought process. But but I'm surprised there hasn't been an editorial that that talks about the um, uh, the RICO statute. They keep talking about Trump and the RICO statute. I mean this is classic RICO. This is laundering money, and you got to realize, Lou. There's no proof that they've paid any taxes on this 20 plus million dollars that they've 
been given their family and their minor children been given hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you and I, Lou, if we were to sell $600 worth of items on eBay, by law, we would get a letter from the IRS. And to think that there's no proof, I think that's where we go after them on, because I think the American public would understand that. Money laundering, you know, whatever, but not paying taxes on this, to me, is just, it's beyond belief. And uh, it's beyond belief that we've got an IRS that allows it. Well, it's not actually after what I've dealt with them on, but it, with our Justice Department, just down the line, the refusal to punish criminal activity and their ability to, you know, use full force of the federal government against law-abiding citizens, you know, going in the middle of the night arresting some some father protesting at a, an abortion clinic or something, you know, with, with full force, with arms drawn and armored vehicles and all this stuff, and yet they, this is just right in front of them. I mean, you know, one of those, one of those criminals um, sent the exact amount for Hunter Biden for what he just bought a Porsche automobile the next day. Uh, you know, how does that happen? How do we allow that to happen? And yet our Justice Department's head is still in the sand. Yeah. And meanwhile, the FBI carrying out another uh, early morning raid, by that I mean a 6 a.m. raid in full tactical gear with uh, armored vehicles pulling up to a house uh, to hand over a, an arrest warrant and killing another American citizen. But this one happened to be a 100 percent disabled United States military veteran. Um and there is no explanation for what the arrest warrant was, no explanation for why they fired as they did, no explanation for why they inundated the house with, uh, you know, the, the flashbang grenades and tear gas. Uh, and another American is dead without explanation. I, I, suddenly with the FBI, arrest warrants are becoming death warrants. Yeah, absolutely. I, I come from a family of law enforcement. I actually have letters where my grandfather had written to J. Edgar Hoover about his concerns about communism, communism and Mr. Hoover wrote him back. And, you know, in the days of uh, the old FBI TV show, you remember with Efren Zimelis Jr., and they're all riding around in Ford LTDs carrying 38 revolvers, wearing a, a hat and, um, and, and wingtip shoes. You know, those days are gone. This, is, this thing is out of control. And they, uh, Lou, we've lost control of the greatest investigative body in the world and their reputation. You know, I've, I know FBI agents, former FBI agents, I guess I should say, um, and, and they just, they shake their head in disbelief about what's become of, as they say, their FBI. Yeah, it's it's outrageous. And uh, I think there should be hearings on what has happened in the serving of these warrants by the FBI. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking with Congressman Tim Burchett. We'll be right back. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Byte. <laughs> 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We're back now with Congressman Tim Burchard. And uh, Congressman, I just want to go to Victor Chokin. Uh, and suddenly we've got multiple pages in the New York Post and uh, everybody's suddenly covering this man. And I have I saw no uh, journalistic enterprise on the part of the uh, mainstream networks, the uh, corporate uh, newspapers across the country for years now. And suddenly they're interested in the prosecutor who was fired because Joe Biden said so. Uh, your reaction? I think there's blood in the water, Lou. I think they know it. And they elected this guy. He can't pull water out of a boot if the instructions are written on the hill. He's still wandering around the White House looking for the soft serve ice cream machine. And he's the supposed leader of the free world. And it's a complete embarrassment to this country of what's going on. I think they realized what they got. They didn't want Trump. They wanted anything but Trump. And dadgum, they got it. I think they're, I think they're, you'll see them propping up the governor of California. I noticed that he was even coming to East Tennessee of all places, um, which I doubt he'll get too much. They'll bring in the, the support for him from out of town, obviously. But you'll see him and the unelected uh, and unappointed climate czar that flies around first class in jet airplanes. Um, and they'll they'll be trotting them out pretty soon, my prediction. And I, and I also predict, too, I know this may be going out on a limb, but they're going to use the president's mental capacity as his criminal defense when all this comes down. And I predict he won't he won't get a slap on the wrist. Let me turn to, if I may, if, as a member of the Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, Cuba. China is making all sorts of inroads uh, throughout South America, Central America. They own both sides of the uh, the Panama Canal now, uh, no one wants to talk about that. But in point of fact, they're in charge of the most strategic uh, uh, area in the uh, in this in Central America. Your thoughts about why there is so little focus by this administration on what is a clear and present danger to the United States? Lou, we are completely 100 percent compromised. Go to any learning greater learning institution in this country, and you will see that the influx of Chinese, uh, and some of them are Chinese Americans, and the way the intelligence people tell me is these folks, they, you know, they still have family overseas, and they'll whisper in their ear, somebody will. And we know they did this because they did this at a naturalization. If you remember the last, I believe they were two members of the Navy that got popped. Just, you don't hear about that. That was just a, just a few weeks ago. That were in uh, that were given secrets to the communist Chinese, mm-hmm. and they whisper in their ear, "Hey, you know, you got a grandmother still over there, and um, or a grandfather. You know, they could disappear." And they and they freak out. No, we don't want. We just want a little bit of information, you know. And then they and all they are, they're about numbers. They understand numbers. They. Um, I remember Secretary Pompeo. I had breakfast with him, maybe over a year ago, and he told me and said that they had a. The group I was at told us that, you know, they knew how many paper clips we used in the Longworth building. They, and can you imagine a balloon 
that is 1800s technology, literally Civil War technology, was allowed to transverse the entire continental United States of America. And the former director, head of the CIA under Obama and his chief of staff, same man, said we should have shot it down over the Aleutian Islands. Yet this bunch let it transverse the entire United States of America, claimed it was a safety issue. Lou, they could have shot it down in Montana, where more people literally work in the Pentagon than live in Montana. They could have shot it down there. They let it transverse this entire country. It came over my area, went to Oak Ridge National Laboratory, turned around, went up, took pictures over Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and then we shot it down off the coast of Myrtle Beach. I mean, literally, Lou, it was more likely to hit a, you know, some redneck with a mullet haircut and a tie-dyed T-shirt on a shrimp boat than it was to hit anybody out in the middle of the country. And yet, they allowed this thing to do this. We are completely compromised by the Chinese. They have more installations underground in Cuba. You look at, you see the, the thing, well, if you were to see some of the photographs of Cuba, it probably hadn't changed that much, but they've gotten into these areas. They've, they've got military installations. It's basically an aircraft carrier, 90 miles off the, a Chinese communist aircraft carrier, 90 miles off the coast of, of Florida, of Key West, Florida. And we've allowed that to happen. We've allowed it to happen. You say, well, what could we done militarily? Well, we need to start using some of our economic power too, instead of quit volunteering our young men and women to go down on some foreign soil. We need to start using that instead of allowing the Chinese to control every aspect of us. You know, we've got computer chips in jet airplanes that are made by the Chinese. How hard would it for them to put a virus in one of those that they could basically just turn the switch on. That's a very scary, and it's not to James Bond either. It is a very realistic um, conclusion that we need to come to eventually. And we need to one, ask ourselves how and why and where. And the communist Chinese, how have they done it? We're greedy, we're lazy, and we're stupid. Um, why? Because they want to control us. And where? Everywhere. They control near military bases. They buy farmland. And, you know, and if you say anything, you're a racist. Well, I'm not a racist. I just, I just like to, I wouldn't, I'd like to live in America not under the threat of, of Chinese communist rule. Well, or the threat of Chinese communist missiles uh, that will be surely arrayed there. And uh, the question becomes, why isn't our Congress and our Senate doing anything. We know why the Biden administration isn't doing anything. He's on lock, stock, and barrel by a number of countries, but pri primarily uh, the, the People's Republic of China. We're talking with Representative Tim Burchett. We'll be back right after these words. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. 
Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We're back. We're talking with Congressman Tim Burchett. Congressman, uh, let me let me turn to the issue of of China. You mentioned the balloons that are coming across transversing the uh, United States, as you put it, uh, without incident. Uh, we now are hearing from NASA, of all people, that the we have UFOs that are, and some of some of those folks are saying these UFOs are extraterrestrial. Uh, there is life beyond. Uh, give us your thoughts about NASA holding forth on extraterrestrial life in relationship to these UFOs, which are being acknowledged and which some are saying are directly under the control of the Chinese. Well, I, I don't think they are, Lou, and I'll tell you why. Um, the, uh, the, the testimony I've heard, and I've talked to some of our pilots, and these are the best pilots in the world. This isn't some crop duster out here and flying over a cornfield. These fly 60, 70, $100 million aircraft. These are the best we young patriot men and women that have spotted these things. These things have a capabilities that we do not understand and cannot cannot comprehend. They have no heat signature, and uh, that which tells you that, that everything you got. I mean, you have an electric car; it's going to have a heat signature. Your lawnmower. I mean, everything you've got's got a heat signature. You have a heat signature, Lou. Um, but these things have don't put off anything, and they can fly Mach five, whatever that is. They they can hover for hours at a time. And if the Chinese had that, they would just take us over. There would be no question. If the Russians had it, I've said this many times, I mean, they wouldn't be in this worthless war in Ukraine. Um, they would be flying around. Putin would be flexing his muscle all over the world. So uh, it only leaves us with one other or two other. It could be ours, which I don't think it is. Um, if it is, it's something that we've reverse engineered. And I, I honestly think it's extraterrestrial. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm not a very good one. Um, I read my Bible, Genesis 1, God created the heavens and the earth. And you flip over there to Ezekiel, first chapter, and Ezekiel saw the wheel. Of course, that's a King James interpretation. So you got to figure, at that time, the most technologically advanced item that we had was a wheel. And they talk about a wheel within a wheel, which is the classic, what you would call a flying, you and I would call a flying saucer. Right. So there's, there's historical mention of that. Um, I you know, for years, since at least 47, uh, the Pentagon has told us they don't exist. Now, all of a sudden, we have areas of the federal government, and then they continue to say they don't exist. Yet, if you watch the Tic Tac video, not Tic Tac like the Chinese communist propaganda, but Tic Tac like the breath meant, if you Google that, Tic Tac videos, and listen to the audio, and we had the pilots in there that were talking about it, and uh, that were chasing these craft, and um, you know, we have a Pentagon telling us they don't exist, yet we have sworn testimony and audio and visual confirmation that, in fact, they do. I've talked to multiple pilots that they do exist. Now, you see Chuck Schumer <laughs> come out with a bill saying, oh, we want to develop a clearinghouse for um, these things. Of course, another layer of government between you and I and the truth. 
Mm-hmm. There's funding involved, of course, for the war pimps at the Pentagon. Then and so you just go down the. It, you know what, Lou? Let me see the files. Put the files out. I trust the American public. I think we can handle it. Quit trying to baby us. It's not your. It's not your decision to decide what I can handle or not. It's just like the Kennedy files. You say, well, why would they? Why do they keep the Kennedy files closed? It's been over sixty years since John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Nobody even alive is in that thing. It is mentioned in any of those reports, yet they continue to hide that stuff. It's power, it's control. And with the UFO issue, I think it's money. I think it's technology. I think, um, imagine what it would do to this economy if we were told one day, oh, we've got an energy source that would be free, basically, that would heat your home in the winter and cool it in the summer, run our vehicles. Guess what? We wouldn't be in wars, these worthless wars over a barrel of oil in the Middle East. And, um, you know, I can go down the rabbit hole much further if you'd like, but I, I doubt we'd have enough time. But yeah, I think there's something going on. And military intelligence, I go back to 1947, Roswell, New Mexico. That's the, the holy grail, if you will. There's been some others before and some afterwards. But imagine our military intelligence which I've often stated is, uh, is like congressional ethics. It does not exist. But our military intelligence comes out and issues a press release and says, saucer recovered. I've seen the headlines, you know, saucer recovered. What does that mean? It talks about a whatever, something coming from outer space. The very next day, they trot out this officer with this flimsy, flimsy piece of fabric and some and some tubing and says, oh, we made a mistake. It's, it was a hot air balloon. Hey, how does that happen? How does our military intelligence go from craft recovered to hot air balloon? How does Gordon Cooper, one of the most celebrated astronauts of all time, and you can watch the videos, Gordon mm-hmm. Cooper, the guy was decorated. He, you could, he could walk in any honky-tonk in the world at the time and everybody would have bought him a beer. Why would he come out and say, I saw a craft land we took video of it. We sent it to Wright Patterson. We called Wright Patterson the next day. They claimed they didn't know what we were talking about. He describes a craft landing, landing gear coming out. And this was, I guess, maybe in the 60s. You know, you, you just go down the list. I've talked to too many military people, honorable people, wealthy, poor, on airplanes that have had incidents. Look, over half the American, more people believe in UFOs than believe in Congress, I'll tell you that. Tim, thanks so much for being here. And God bless you for all you're doing for the country and the great people of Tennessee. Thank you, Lou. God has blessed me, but please keep putting the truth out there, brother. That's what that's what they can't stand. They can't stand the lie. So keep putting it on. Congressman Tim Burchett, a great American, and thank you for being with us today. Our guest here tomorrow will be the Gateway Pundit's founder and executive editor, Jim Hoff. Please join us for that tomorrow and each and every weekday. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And LouDobbs.com is our website. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. And may God bless America. America.